You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to Critical Mass Nonprofit Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This community talk show airs live on Wednesdays at 4 p.m., heard exclusively on internet radio station octalkradio.net. If you're listening to the show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening to the show live during our broadcast time. The show is brought to you by Commerce National Bank, Succession Strategies, and Smart Business Magazine. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, learn more about the nonprofits serving the needs of our Orange County residents. If you want to join the conversation today, simply find the community chat room section of octalkradio.net's website. Log on with your Twitter handle. This will allow you to post your thoughts or questions. You'll get right to the nerve center. And yes, today it's being manned by none other than Paul Roberts. Paul will bring your thoughts and ideas to my attention. He's just on the other side of the glass. And possibly I can work them into the conversation that I have planned today with Martin Rodriguez. Martin is the executive director for the Orange County chapter of Campfire USA. And so I'd just like to say, Martin, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Rick. I appreciate it. Let's start simply by asking you to share with our audience a bit about yourself and your professional background that led you to Campfire USA. Definitely. Well, uh, I've been a Orange County resident now for the past 12 years. Uh, I actually first moved out here to go to school, so I graduated undergrad uh, with my uh, BA in Child Development and Family Studies from Cal State Long Beach, and just recently received my Master's in Education from Azusa Pacific uh, University. Uh, but overall, about for the past 10 years, I've been working with nonprofits that focus on youth development here in Orange County, and I think that's just where my passion began. Um, you know, wanting to work with teens, wanting to work with families and parents and, uh, you know, trying to make the county a better place for everybody. And so I started there. But when I first graduated with my graduate, uh, graduate degree, I started with Campfire in 2011, so immediately after that. And I was actually a contracted employee, so I was teaching our health and reproductive education courses throughout the county. And then, you know, slowly as the year went on, one of the positions became available to actually oversee that program for us. And so I moved into that position, uh, and then just very recently, uh, February of this year, I became executive director. Well, congratulations on the promotion. It's um, it's different, isn't it, when you go from maybe reporting to the executive director <laughs> to becoming the executive director? It's very different, and, and you know that's what makes it, I think, a little different, because not everybody, I don't think, grows up wanting to be an executive director of a nonprofit. So it's something that just kind of fell on my lap. Um, but I love it, and it's a, obviously a, a huge challenge. Um, but I, I think I also have that experience, which is great, that I've worked in the field, I've worked running these programs, and now I'm just kind of overseeing them, which is fantastic. When your organization was brought to my attention uh, as a possible future guest on the radio show, I had to think for a second because, frankly, the, the name Campfire USA, I, I wasn't quite sure uh, I thought I knew what the organization was. I didn't know it as that name, and I, I didn't know currently what your programs were. So could you take a little bit of time, Martin, and help our audience understand what your organization does, what the mission is, maybe take us a little bit back in time relative to its history and kind of evolution to where it is today. Of course. 
Well, I think everybody, and, and from you know, going out to resource fairs and meeting with folks in the county, they always know us as Campfire Girls. And that was the original name back in the early 1900s. Um, but originally, that's how we were founded. We were seen as the sister organization to the Boy Scouts of America. This was before the Girl Scouts. And so we basically provided those services equivalent to the Boy Scouts. We provided that camping experience, um, the envir- environment education for our girls. And so as times kind of changed in, in the country, uh, we began accepting boys into the program, and, and soon it became all-inclusive uh, co-educational program. Now, here in Orange County, we've been local since 1956. And during that time, our, our programs have changed, again, you know, depending on the population of the county. And so, unfortunately, we, don't, we no longer have the, you know, the Bluebirds program, which was equivalent to the Girl Scouts or the Boy Scouts. Um, but we've moved into a direction now focusing on youth development in both an academic setting uh, and then also in a family setting as well. And so a lot of the programs that we offer are, are focused on that. We run a couple of after-school programs here in Orange Unified School District at a middle school and high school level where we basically provide a lot of the services that schools can no longer provide for themselves. Um, you know, with the budget cuts and things like that, we now show up and we provide uh, academic assistance and tutoring, but then we also provide the fun stuff that has been taken away from many schools, those ROP or career tech ed classes, you know, the automotive or the cosmetology and things like that. We now provide that for these schools. We still uh, provide a lot of our camps, so we do the day camps and summer camps, uh, camps during the school break, because, again, we want to make sure that students have a place to go to when they're not in school. Um, and a lot of times kids really don't have that opportunity, especially if they're raising or helping raise their brothers or sisters. Maybe it's a single-family home. And so, you know, we want them to have that chance to go out, try something new, um, and learn something new and learn about themselves, meet new people, which is great. Uh, and then our biggest programs are our teen, uh, our teen programs that focus on health and reproductive education. And those are the programs that, you know, are pretty new, I would say, in the 90s is when we started those. But they're focused on educating not only teens but their parents as well um, regard, in regards to puberty and changes that occur during that time. Um, for parents specifically, it's a difficult topic to kind of discuss with their kids. And so we facilitate that communication. We want parents to be involved. We want parents to know what's going on in their teens' lives. Um, and so we provide that education for them. Martin, how similar are the programs for Orange County chapter to other chapters of Campfire USA across the country? They're fairly different. Uh, For ours uh, here in Orange County, we're the only council in the United States that offers our health and reproductive education programs. And that kind of built on something here that that we were seeing in Orange County just in general. You know, the teen pregnancy prevention rates at that time were pretty high, um, you know, sexually transmitted infections and diseases were on the rise, and so that was something that we felt that we were seeing in the youth that we need to start educating them. Um, But so we are the only ones, though, that offer that program in the United States. Uh, There are other programs that are similar, so a lot of the camps and the day camps and summer camps, because that is our original program, and we want to always have those programs for uh, for our kids. So we also do that. Um, And then our after-school programs, there are a few different chapters that offer those programs as well. Do you, as the executive director, then have the ability to respond to what you see as the critical need for your constituents, say the residents here of Orange County? Yes. Oh, yes. And then, you know, so the Campfire National is, is our over, you know, oversees all of our programs and, you know, um, obviously has the name and the know-how and, and kind of passes on some of those national programs. But here at the local level, we have that ability to, 
you know, bring on new programs. If we feel there's a certain need, and which is something that we've done very recently with just bullying in Orange County and the rise of bullying and the rise of, you know, teen suicides that are being, you know, of, of those uh, students who are being bullied, um, you know, that's something that we've started increasing. Uh, we've brought that bullying education into our program, so that way we're, we're looking at the trends, we're looking at what's going on in Orange County, and then we apply that to all of our programs. Excellent. We're, we're going to take our first sponsorship break here on Critical Mass Nonprofit Show, Martin. When we come back, I'm going to ask you to think about and answer this question. Of all the different experiences and lessons that you've learned so far in your career, can you share with us what helps you lead Campfire USA today, your uh, Orange County chapter? We call it on Critical Mass what is your guiding principle? So, Martin, if, if you could think about that during the break, and ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned because we'll be right back, but we're going to just spend a little bit of time with our valued sponsors. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com. Or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's succession-strategies.com. Welcome back to Critical Mass Nonprofit Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This show is one in a series of radio shows that we do here on octalkradio.net. On Tuesdays, we bring interesting interviews with Orange County business leaders on a show we call Critical Mass Radio Show. This show is in its fourth year and can be heard live at 4 p.m. On Thursdays at 3 p.m., our nationally syndicated show, Critical Mass Coast to Coast, features small and mid-market business leaders from across the country. All shows can be heard live on Internet radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcasting services. All shows can be found as well from my website, Critical Mass 
www.campforbusiness.com. As I said, Martin Rodriguez, Executive Director, Campfire USA, Orange County Chapter, is our guest. And before the break, I said I'd ask you to talk about your guiding principle. Would you share that with our audience, Martin? Sure. Uh, you know, the, the guiding principle is a tough one, I think, and it took me a while to actually kind of start thinking about it. And, you know, you, you, we interact daily, and, you know, we have our own style of the way we do things, and until we really get asked, it, it kind of brings it back down, and we have to really think about it. Uh, but mine, you know, I'm, I'm actually looking at mine right now, and it's in the form of a photograph that I have here in my office, and it's the, uh, the flag raising on Iwo Jima. Uh, I served six years in the United States Marine Corps, and so looking at this picture daily, it, it kind of reminds you of what these principles are, especially when you're leading an organization and, and other individuals within, within the organization. Um, so definitely, you know, leadership is just a huge key, and, um, you know, you look at the picture and the leadership that they displayed, and, you know, they were facing tough things at that time, you know, bullets flying and their friends were dying. And um, while we're not nearly as much as, you know, doing as much as that, you know, it, it's still tough. And I think we, you know, there's those times where there's peaks and valleys in a nonprofit um, where you always have to stay calm and you have to just keep moving on regardless of what's going on or if funding gets cut or new programs aren't working out. And so, um, you know, looking at this photograph, leadership is a big one. And then commitment. Uh, a lot of our, our staff here are, are definitely committed to the cause. They love our mission, and, and they really believe in what we do as an organization, as do our volunteers and our board members. And so, um, you know, the commitment and, and being motivated in what we do, because it's not always easy. Um, you know, and again, you know, talking about just funding in general, that, that's a huge motivation killer, if you will. And so uh, to kind of get past that hump and be motivated and continue every day and and in my position to make sure I'm motivating my employees and everybody that's working for us here. So uh, I would definitely say that picture is, is, is my guiding principle in, in making sure I'm able to lead this organization. I'll have to say you're the first guest of the 500-plus <laughs> guests that we've had on the show that has referenced that as an icon, as a touchstone for their guiding principle. And that's why we continue to ask that question because of the varied answers that we get from the different guests that we've had on the program. Thank yeah, you. That's a great question. Uh, I'd like to thank you. I, I'd like to ask you. Mentioned funding a couple times. Uh, where does the funding for your organization come from? It comes from a lot of different avenues, and, and one of the bigger ones here is is just state-funded grants. Um, specifically, when we look at our after-school programs, um, you know, those are funded by the state Department of Education. Uh, one of them is funded by the Orange County Department of Education uh, through the Orange Unified School District. And so they come from those areas. Uh, we also get uh, donations and, and private foundations that, that come and want to send, you know, individuals to camp. They want to pay for students to take part in our programs. And so we do get those donations. Uh, one of our national philanthropies as well is, is Gamma Phi Beta. And so, or were their national philanthropy, um, Gamma Phi Beta Sorority at Cal State Fullerton and Chapman University and UCI. And so they are always having fundraisers and, and provide us with the necessary funds to, you know, send kids to our camps, get kids into our programs. Um, so it's, it's great. And, and we use that money to kind of supplement a lot of our, our fees that we have to charge for, some, for, you know, certain programs, which is great. So let's talk about a challenge. I'm sure you have at least one as the executive director. I'm, I know there's more than one. But what, I, what I'd like you to think about and share with our audience is not – just what the challenge is that's facing your organization, but how you're dealing with it, how it's affecting the organization, and how the community may be able to help you with that challenge. 
When I first came on, it, you know, the, the biggest issue, and it still is today, is the, the funding issue. Um, you know, with the way the economy kind of turned a few years ago, a lot of our, our grants, and, and historically we've been an organization that relied very heavily on these state grants. And so what happened during that time was that, you know, for one, for, one, for example, was our teen pregnancy prevention grant, which was, you know, a lot of money, over a million dollars, and uh, that was something that the state decided that they just needed to get rid of and keep that money uh, for their other services that they were offering. And so we've had to adapt, and that was one of the things that I've been, you know, integral and, and as well as our board of uh, directors is updating our strategic plan, looking at what we can and can't do, um, you know, getting rid of that, you know, miscellaneous spending um, and making sure that we're able to still provide these top-notch programs, but then maybe having to figure out a way of how we're going to make that money uh, to continue to provide these programs. And so what we've done is we have implemented a fee-based program, uh, and, we, and that was something that was a little new to us because we're a nonprofit. We're not in it to make money, and we still don't, um, but we do have to make sure that our programs are able to self-sustain themselves. And so we have been able, we have been charging for certain programs, our teen health uh, and reproductive health education programs, that is a fee-based program, uh, as well as some of our other, you know, anti-bullying and smart choices programs as well. Um, so that's something that we've, we've looked at as a, as a board of directors, as an organization, and it's been working out. Um, but what we're always, always looking for is, is partners to help us with um, providing more of these programs. Um, since this was a, fee, uh, a funded program by the state, we were able to provide them for the low-income families in the county, um, you know, Spanish-speaking families who can no longer afford this, this, this class. And so if there's any partners that are listening um, who would be able to assist us with that, I mean, that's always just a huge, huge uh, help for us. You, again, referenced the board, which I wanted to. I, based on your charter, is your board filled out, or are you looking for board members? It's about, I would say, roughly about 70% filled. Um, and, and we're always looking for new board members, and that's always, you know, again, the, the stronger the board, the stronger the organization. And so we are looking for an individual who, uh, you know, maybe a marketing professional who can help us get our name out there, because just like you mentioned, you might have heard the name before, but you weren't really sure. And that's the feedback that we get from our constituents, the, the, the feedback that we get from students and from our clients, is that they've heard the name before, but they're not very sure. Um, and so any board, any individual who can help us with the marketing aspect, um, you know, getting our name out there and, and letting individuals know that Campfire is still here in Orange County. The name might have changed. Some of the programs might have changed, but the quality of those programs is still top-notch. Let's talk about your fourth annual Igniting Change golf tournament. I'd like you to talk a bit about what it is, but also explain who should attend and maybe why they should attend, and certainly what will they experience if they do attend? Okay. Well, this is our, our biggest fundraiser of the year, and we're now in our fourth year of doing it. Uh, and I think if, when you look at other nonprofits in Orange County, they all have you know, that staple you know, fundraiser, and this is definitely our staple tournament here in Orange County. Uh, we are bringing it, a, uh, bringing it a little more locally. It is now in, at the Coyote Hills Golf Course in Fullerton. Prior years, it's been out in Dana Point, so it could be a little far for a lot of our supporters and donors. Uh, but we are going to be here in the Coyote Hills Golf Course on Monday, the 22nd of October. And overall, it's a, it's a fundraiser to bring together our supporters, our donors, local businessmen and women um, to not only come out and enjoy a, a great day of golf at the beautiful course out there in Coyote Hills, uh, but to learn more about that, our, our programs and learn more about our organization. So we're inviting everybody who maybe would love to golf, but also learn a little bit more about our, our organization, more about our programs. 
um, you know, because that's definitely something that we want. We want to expand our name. We want individuals to know about us and, and the programs that we offer. Uh, we're having a lot of different contests, the helicopter golf ball drop with the winner winning uh, $1,500. Um, but what's great as well is that all of the money that we raise goes right directly into our programs. So we're able to provide scholarships uh, for those families who cannot afford our programs any longer. Uh, we're able to provide new programs and maybe uh, update a lot of our materials, um, which are in need of updating. So all of that money goes directly into our programs. Um, but overall, any individual who has an interest in advancing the academic and social needs of children and teens in Orange County, wanting to make a difference in the lives of families in Orange County, we definitely invite to come out. Um, if you're not a golfer, that's great because we also have a dinner. Uh, so you could come out and enjoy, enjoy, uh, join us for dinner and learn again, learn about our programs, meet our board of directors, meet the great staff that we have here. Um, but it'll be a great time, and it, and it always is, and so we're just really anxious to, to meet new supporters and donors out here in Orange County. And what is the fee? What's the entry fee? The entry fee, so for a foursome, it is $800. And if you would just like to come out for dinner, enjoy us for a, a dinner, a barbecue dinner buffet, that is $45. Okay. And if people wanted to find out more about the tournament, is it information available on your website? It is on our website, which was actually just revamped. It is state-of-the-art, brand new. Uh, we're really proud of it. Henkin Designs uh, was able to do that for us, and it is at Campfire USA oc.org, O-R-G. All the information on our programs, on the organization, as well as the golf tournament is on there. Uh, and then we do have a presence on social media as well with Facebook and Twitter. Um, you just have to search for Campfire USA OC. Would you be able to stay with me for just a few more minutes? I need to, my producer's letting me know that I need to take a sponsorship break. And I had one more question for you. Do you have a couple more minutes? Oh, yeah, Martin? that's great. Not a problem. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, do not turn that dial or whatever you do on the Internet to uh, stop listening. Uh, I'm using radio jargon, but you know you're listening to us online, either live or on a podcast. Do not turn away. How's that? Because we have that question and a wrap-up here with Martin. But first, we're going to spend just a little bit of time with our valued sponsors. My company made the switch to Commerce National Bank about six months ago. Our relationship officer was there every step of the way to make the transition as seamless as possible. We had an early hiccup with a deposit scanner, but they dropped everything and drove right to our offices to help. We couldn't feel better about our decision to switch. Instead of calling an 800 number and navigating through automated menus, now I call my Commerce National Bank relationship officer directly for any questions we have. Just knowing that they're so easily accessible and willing to help really puts me at ease. They offer the same technology as the big banks, but deliver it with superior service and training. They're also rated a full five stars by Bauer Financial. So if your organization is a small or medium-sized business in Orange County, you should make the switch too. Call Mary Miller, Senior Vice President, at 949-870-3863 or visit them online at www.commercenatbank.com. That's commercenatbank.com. Give Commerce National a chance to do better than your bank, and they'll handle the rest. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. 
Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Nonprofit Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. If you've not seen an episode of Critical Mass TV, please go to our website, www.criticalmass4forbusiness.com, where you'll find a link to all the archives of the various shows that we've done in our media section of our website. On Critical Mass TV, we're, inter- we're interviewing some of the most interesting CEOs in Orange County. Okay, I'd like to turn return to our interview, my interview with Martin Rodriguez, Executive De- Director for Campfire USA, the Orange County Chapter. Final question for you today here on the program. Talk to us about the future of your organization. Can you explain how you see it changing and growing to meet the future needs of the community you're serving? Definitely. Well, I think overall, um, you know, one of the biggest changes is, is the funding issue and, and kind of reevaluating our strategic plan to see how we are going to continue um, our, our great programs. And so that's one of those things that we've had to do as an agency and, and looking at the future is to continue looking at the population. Um, you know, so the bullying, as I mentioned earlier, um, teen pregnancy looks like it's reducing here in Orange County. So now we might have to adapt that program a little bit to maybe include some other topics to still make it relevant to the population in Orange County. And so I think that's what makes us, uh, our organization very, uh, very on the straight is that, you know, we're, we're looking to make sure that things are, are where they're supposed to be. We're looking at these programs to make sure that they're still relevant. And if they're not, then we're changing them or we're bringing in new programs to continue that. Um, so, but overall, we're, we're still on the path of, of creating, you know, young leaders and, and showing them, um, you know, that education is, is the way to go and, and giving them opportunities to learn and to learn about new things that they might not be exposed to in their neighborhoods or in their communities. And so overall, we're going to continue with our youth development, and whether it be, you know, programs such as our health and reproductive education or if it's our making smart choices for our, our kindergarten students, uh, we're going to continue doing that and, and continue moving forward. It's all tied to funding, isn't it? You know, it, it always is. And I think with nonprofits, like I mentioned before, with the peaks and valleys, you know, there's been times where we're up on that peak, uh, and there's been times where we've been down in that valley. Um, and I think that's just the, the nature of the beast, if you will. You know, we have to go where, uh, you know, what, what, what is relevant here in Orange County, but then also as long as we have that money available, then we could provide these great programs and continue to provide the programs for our, our, uh, our kids. How much support... I said it was the last question, but I misspoke. Cause I, um, how much support comes from the national organization, Martin? We get great support from the national organization. They do provide a lot of our curricula and are able to um, change our curricula for us. So, again, when we look at Orange County, we look at the statistics here. We're able to send that out to national, and they could adapt a lot of our information for the population. So we have a lot of resources there that uh, we don't have here in Orange County. Um, so they help us with that, but then they also help us as well with funding. And so they look, they're always looking for grant opportunities, for funding opportunities. They work with, you know, a, a whole bunch of agencies out there in Kansas City that, you know, would be able to focus here in Orange County. And so they are always passing that information on, um, as well as just basic leadership skills and leadership conferences. And um, I'll actually be in Texas next, next week on a leadership conference put on by our national chapters. So, um, you know, just a lot of opportunities for everybody to kind of advance and succeed in youth development. Well, I appreciate you being on the program. I'm glad that you were, you and your organization were brought to our attention here at Critical Mass Nonprofit. Thanks for being a friend of the program. 
and welcome to the critical mass business community. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Martin Rodriguez, Executive Director, Campfire USA, the Orange County Chapter. I was, uh, as I did more research, you know, it's a, a campfire, you know, the name is familiar, but I, I had an image which really wasn't current with the work that they're doing. And there are so many worthy organizations throughout Orange County serving the needs of our residents. It's a privilege here on the radio program to be able to spend a little bit of time and uh, interview the leaders of those organizations. And so if you're listening to us, you are obviously listening to us. If you know of organizations that you would like to suggest for the program, I'm very open to, matter of fact, all the guests that have come to us on our nonprofit show since we launched it in July have come through referrals of business associates and and friends that I have here in Orange County who were pointing me in the right direction, and I so appreciate that. And I would ask you if you know of an organization whose executive director would benefit from uh, spending some time with me on the radio program, I would be happy to schedule a time for them to be our guest on the show. The show airs here on octalkradio.net at 4 p.m. on Wednesdays. Uh, we're going to take our final commercial break. And then when we come back, I've got some thoughts to wrap up the show. Stay tuned. You're going to want to hear them. Today's a big day. If you're listening to us live, you know what I'm talking about. We'll be right back after we spend a little bit of time with our valued sponsors. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. This is the sound of a flat-screen television hurled off a building. Now the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use Energy Star light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Critical Mass Nonprofit Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. And uh, for those of you that are listening to us live and have stayed with us, and for those of you that are listening to us as an MP3, I want to say thank you for uh, spending the last segment with me. No guests for this part, and it will be an abbreviated final segment of Critical Mass Nonprofit Show today. But a couple things that I wanted to let you know, people are always asking me, so what's going on with Critical Mass? And so this is my chance to just tell you two things. The first one is I have been invited to and I have accepted the invitation to join the National Press Club which is headquartered in Washington, D.C., and I'm very happy that that uh, membership is added now to my membership in the L.A. Press Club and the Orange County Press Club. So as a business journalist focused on small business and entrepreneurs, um, I haven't focused here in Orange County, but through the national show that we do on Thursdays called Coast to Coast, I am also developing a national presence, and so the National Press Club was a natural fit for me to become a member. 
And so I'm looking forward to the benefits of that, and hopefully that will help also to improve the quality of the programs that we do. The other thing that I want to let you know is that I have been nominated uh, in the L.A. Press Club. There's actually They're sponsoring the fifth annual National Entertainment and Journalism Awards, and my interview conducted last December with Wing Lam, who is, you, you probably know, is co-founder of Wahoo's Fish Taco is nominated in one in one of the categories, and so there is a, an event. I think it's at the end of October, the beginning of November, and uh, we'll see how that interview stands against its competition. But it's really a thrill to be recognized for that uh, interview. It was a great interview. If you happen to listen to it, find it in the archives off of iTunes or Stitcher, or my website, and uh, listen to the interview. And we will see uh, how we fare during the competition. But I wanted to let you know that that Critical Mass radio show series, octalkradio.net, uh, is getting some recognition for the kind of work that we're doing here and have been doing for three going on four years. Also, I want you to – I said two things. I misspoke. I have a third one. I hope you'll be listening in the month of October. Now we're in October. We will be honoring our 600th radio show guest. On the program, I'm not going to tell you which day or which one. It'll be a surprise, but we are very excited as we're moving towards our 600th guest uh, through one of the three radio programs that we do here on octalkradio.net. So it's all very rewarding, great enjoyment. Thank you. We couldn't do it without our uh, loyal listening audience, and uh, I mean that sincerely. Thank you very much for growing with us as we have developed the message in the voice of this radio program. I hope you've enjoyed the interview I did today with Martin, and I hope some of the things that he talked about gave you some ideas. Maybe you want to get involved with the Campfire USA, maybe as a board member, maybe as a volunteer, maybe you want to attend a golf tournament. All things sound like a good idea to me if you are so interested, and I would suggest you take action. Also, this show is brought to you by Commerce National Bank, Smart. Business Magazine, and Succession Strategies. Producing our show today is Paul Roberts, sitting over there all working hard. And uh, our marketing communications manager is Kelly Faltis. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. And as you know, I am your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business, the various services and activities that we are conducting here in the greater Orange County area, then please visit our website, OC, uh, that's his website, Critical Mass for Business. I'm so used to saying the radio station. WWW Critical Mass for Business. So until the next show, I hope that all of your decisions move your organization in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass, the nonprofit show, right here on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.